Welcome to Table Talk. I'm Jared. I'm Devin. And I'm Wit. Table Talk 8. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. So, what'd you guys think about Blown Apart? It blew my fucking mind apart. I loved it. Yeah? I did love it. It was action-packed. I mean, uh, hit the ground running. I yeah, thought it was really fun. Yeah, it's kind of hard to compare them. I don't know. I mean, maybe this is a question for later, but what's your guys' like favorite arc that you guys have had the most mm. fun doing? Good question. I've been going back and listening to some older, just random episodes here and there, and I, I just love them all. <laughs> I, I guess so I just love them all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but no, like I thought this uh, exhibited just hopefully what we're getting better at of just uh, it had a lot of action without too much mm-hmm. action yeah. and rolling. And it also had character development stuff. I liked Men of Steel a lot. I liked that one. Men of Steel was really fun. Did you have a favorite part of Blown Apart? Mm. Uh, I liked the stuff that we just did, which was all of the song stuff. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, we, we just, put a lot of effort into that stuff. <laughs> yeah, we just spent a few hours doing that before this. Be honest, it was days. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with it. I also like had a lot of fun with the characters, like the, I guess the secondary characters or whatever that were in this arc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's funny that Harvell is, uh, it's, it's all out now, right? So, no spoilers. Yeah. 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 So, she was dirty. Yeah. Was that surprising? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just used to like the black and white good and evil kind of thing. And uh but, you know, we also joke about how we uh mix those lines so much mm-hmm. in this cuz that's what's funny if we're kind of like dicks. But for the most part we're trying to do the right thing. But yeah, that's interesting. Laura Pickron was named after listener Laura Pickron. And I'm kind of bummed that she ended up dying just because it feels like, oh, you know, maybe that character would have been good for something later. But then again, she's the bad guy in the arc. And, yeah. like, those can't really, like, build up, I guess. Even though I did think it was a fun character. I then again, she, she was a master of disguise. She was. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> true. Yeah. Maybe that was a cantaloupe that exploded. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's a couple big story things that got set up in this arc. My original plan was for Harvell to be a mole mm. in the DFWTF. <gasps> and that there would be, like, a bad guy... Like someone who was secretly working for the committee in the DFWTF. And I don't know if I like dropped hints about that. I feel like I did a, a little bit, but I don't know if that stands out from just like us not really being consistent about a lot of stuff anyway. <laughs> you know? But then it was like, oh, you know what? But I, I like Harvell mm-hmm. and I feel like people like Harvell and yeah. Harvell is a great character. And I, it felt like really shitty to get rid of Harvell yeah. over the course of this season. I love that. I love that she's a hard ass. I know yeah. Trevor loves that. Yes, yeah, she works so well with, with uh, Trevor. Yeah. Like, that stuff was so great. Like, the, the handshaking and stuff. <laughs> yeah. How she's willing to step a little bit outside the law and rough up criminals and this and that. Has issues she's clearly working out. Right. Like, yeah. if she was just a villain, it'd be like, oh, she was a villain the whole time. That's why she abused her power. <laughs> I know. And, and, and I didn't really want her to be like that. And I didn't feel like she actually was like that. Right. Yeah. So, it made sense to have another character kind of, like, take that arc. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's really cool. I think it serves uh, Harvell well. Yeah, it yeah. gave her some depth in that, you know, she really does like being on the task force and she is like a good cop. And it is like the over-the-top TV violence, like, slash real-world terribleness of policing. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. That like, I don't know how consistently we like parody or... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. No, yeah. I think it was perfect. She literally blew her old life's head apart. Yes. <laughs> so... I thought that blown apart would be like about how the relationship got blown apart. 
But at the end, it, the head thing worked for yeah, you also. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and looking back at it, I feel like maybe there should have been more emotion about like killing your old partner. <laughs> she got over it pretty quickly, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of plan these things out, but it's not like we're writing a script for a TV episode where we can like fully make these things work. Mm-hmm. And turn you know? on the sad music and all that. Yeah. But we do have additional questions from listeners. Hey, y'all. Okay, cool. So, most of these are from a listener, Martha Sickling. She said, I'd like to hear more from Jared about adventure wrangling in jest. Because um, we didn't yeah. really talk about it that much. Yeah, we didn't, I guess. I don't know. I was really nervous about it. Mm-hmm. And it probably kind of shows. But I didn't prep a lot. I mean, I prepped a lot that didn't, like, end up in play either. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was kind of tough for me. I think it turned out really well. Absolutely. I had a lot of fun cool. doing We've it. We've all learned a lot from each other. Yeah. It was my stuff. first time just playing one character. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the idea of Derek Vusk was that he was supposed to be like both a Gary Stu <laughs> and also like the type of fantasy character that would be played by like a 15-year-old boy in like a video <laughs> oh, game. yeah. You know? <laughs> it was hard to like make him terrible and still try to make him likable. And I don't know if that really like came off. But I have to say... um, Babylon's voice was so funny. Ah, I know. Oh, that, I always, that always worked so well. <laughs> well I know. I'd, I'd love to revisit all of that. Yeah. I like, um, I mean, overall, I like, I like trying new things. Yeah. Getting to play a completely different character. Like, that's why I picked the halfling. Because mm-hmm. I'm used to doing Trevor, like the big tough guy. And it's like, it'd be really funny to play like a little tiny guy. <laughs> And, and there's so much you can do with a magic user. Those spells are so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just the weirdest things, like, just make a hand appear out of nowhere for 30 seconds. Like, what are you supposed to do with that? Except, like, really funny right. shit, like flip throw, the bird or push people. Greasy throw, throw feet. A bu- yeah, throw a bunch of grease everywhere. <laughs> uh, oh, man, makes me want to do that again. I love the idea of, like, a wizard working really hard to create this grease spell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's only like created the spells that like make his life easier. Yeah, sort of like he, I make a grease spell and think, I can make that asshole slip. <laughs> do you think he had a mentor that was like teaching him how to do all these really cool, really scholarly type spells and like things with like practical application and stuff like that? And he's like, what if you just made a bunch of grease everywhere? <laughs> yeah, then they all slip. And you, yeah, that, I'm gonna crack this Which is why we one. should revisit that. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, I, I would love to go back to that at some point, you know, maybe next Halloween. Mm. Um, and then follow-up question, when will Wit get a turn? Soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't smell smoke. Do you guys smell smoke? No, let's just keep playing. <laughs> now, what do you do? Now, what do you do? Don't touch the window. It's got a bear trap on it. Oh, my God. You crazy asshole. You've wrangled this whole thing. You've been wrangling this the entire time. I've been wrangling the whole time. (laughs) Another question. Was I expecting to get more screen time for the master undercover agent, Laura Picron? Yeah, definitely. I wish I'd been able to, like, have her in more scenes, but... I don't know. There's only like so much control I have over it. I like really do am like trying to wrangle it a lot of the time. Like <laughs> it's it's the perfect title. Yeah, like I didn't plan on you guys wanting to go look for bomb makers and find Cobalt. So Yeah. <laughs> Cobalt wasn't planned. Rodney Shaw as a character wasn't planned. Billy D. Trillions wasn't really planned. <laughs> 
It's jazz, baby. Just goes where it goes. Yeah, that's our excuse. <laughs> Next question. Will you ever have another guest player? Oh, yeah, well, our next arc is going to be called The Crimes of Puzzle-O, and our guests will be Bill and Danny from Escape This Podcast. Yeah. Yep. And that's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I agree. Oh, here's a good question. When you guys are playing and recording, are you actually having fun playing a game or are you just having a nice time making a podcast? I mean, a game that's fun to play might not translate into a really listenable show. I would say we're definitely doing both, but we're primarily trying to make a podcast. Yeah. yeah trying to just make y'all laugh and make something funny. Right? The game is a great vehicle for that. Yeah. And I feel like when I'm doing it, I'm definitely more focused on making a podcast and making something that's good. When we're like in the moment, I feel like I'm more trying to make you guys laugh. But I'm definitely trying to make something good more than just like play a game. Yeah. And thank God. And I mean that. I'm not even being funny. Mm-hmm. Like, because you've taken this so seriously. Like, I, I totally, <laughs> I mean, w- the first time we played it, if anybody ever wants to hear that very first one, I was totally just telling you, like, now just say that I do this because this is funny. <laughs> yeah. And like, wasn't appreciating how right. the gameplay affects everything. And like, and now I absolutely do. I was like, ah, Devin was right. Yeah. There were a lot of times, I think early on, we were like, oh, well, we could just like fake it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, even though I can't really explain it, I think if we have rules, that we stick to, it'll come up with stuff that we couldn't have planned. And that stuff will be funnier than us trying to come up with a funny idea and just like have it happen. Right. Which I completely disagreed with. <laughs> but now I agree with. <laughs> it works pretty well. It yeah, works really I think, well. It's I think awesome. what's cool about Fate, I mean, I'm sure some people play it more like Dungeons and Dragons where they really try to bring the rules into it as much as possible. But I think the way we play it, we, we still use it somewhat correctly. Yeah. And it is really just a tool for helping us drive a story yeah definitely it's like a really good framework yeah so putting like the random chants and stuff into things is really neat yeah some sort of structure for the story because i feel like if we were looking at this as like oh it's like improv and we come in and like just have characters and improv a story something more like i don't know I don't think that would be funny. Which fucking sucks. <laughs> I know, I know. While I, was, while I was talking, I realized I was painting myself into that corner. And it... <laughs> you know what? You should leave all this in, but just bleep out the podcast you named. <laughs> just be like, you know, like, boop. <laughs> okay, that's a great idea. Um, next question. Can you talk a little bit about the editing process and what software you use? That's kind of, I guess, podcasting inside <laughs> baseball. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Dude, you want to go grab a beer at the bar and let Devin take this one. <laughs> so, uh, software, I record and edit in Reaper. Reaper. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, I was, I was waiting on that because I don't know if we've ever like said Reaper and Jared not actually done that. In, I was trying. I Normally, we're not recording. We're just talking to each other. But process-wise, we all get together. We play. I edit it later down to episodes which can take a lot of work, but everyone is awesome and hilarious. And I just try to edit it to make it flow more and be fast, I guess. And you do an amazing job. Thank you. I can't tell you how much I uh, listen to it. I'm always like, oh, God, here's where I said, oh, hey, it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Devin, you're a genius. (laughs) Another question. These are still from Martha Sickling. What's the funniest joke that I've edited out? (laughs) Well, <laughs> um, so I guess I don't have a great answer for that. If something really funny happens, just like we're playing the game and we make a really funny joke and it's like honestly super funny, 
but doesn't matter to the story. Yeah, yeah. I'll edit that out. Yeah. I feel like I know it now when it happens, but that's fine because we're just having a good time. Yeah, we, we don't out. care. I mean, it's, we're like, yeah, hey, let's do that for a minute. We're like, all right, I know that's all going to be gone. Yeah, that, it doesn't that, matter. That fun. It doesn't matter. It's, <laughs> it's still just fun to sit around and joke about Goof stuff. Off. Hang yeah. out. And also, I mean, no one else would think that stuff was as funny as we do. Because it's, I guess it's more like right. inside jokes and us referencing sure. stuff. You know, yeah. like no one wants to hear us talk about kids in the hall for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. You know, like what? funny kids in the hall bits. <laughs> when we like, we'll sit around for five minutes and like watch Ronnie Dobbs videos. <laughs> yeah, pull up YouTube stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's a great question though. Fuck, I wish I had more time to think about that. It's hard to remember because it's gone. <laughs> but, and also though, a little more about process. Since we did Talker last year. I've been really careful to like keep everything. So all like the original recordings and stuff I have and then the edits are separate and I could always go back and like re-edit or fix stuff if I needed to. So this one is like a really big question. <laughs> it's like seven <laughs> questions. How did you get into recording and editing and podcasting and playing music and drawing? Whoa. <laughs> Man, life I guess. <laughs> no, but okay. I'd say like podcasting is the most interesting thing. Like how do we get into podcasting? Just happened. So it's like two things, I guess, because Jared and I started trying to do it at first for a little while without wit. Yep. So how did we start that? I don't know. I think that I like watched Walker, Texas Ranger and recognized it was a really bad show that could be made fun of. <laughs> you were the one who said, oh, yeah, we should make a podcast. Yeah. And so we kind of like just jumped into it. And then we recorded a bunch of practice episodes. And this is actually over two years ago now. Yeah. And then we recorded like six or seven without wit, which are not that good. So I thought they were pretty funny. And then one day wit came by and hung out while we recorded one. It was around Christmas. Yes. Oh, that's totally right. That's and right. I came over just, to, we were all going to like hang out or something. And y'all were like starting it. And I was like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you like sat in the room or something. I did. Like that. Yeah. Um, like if, if you want to sit up there, like that's cool. And I was like, yes, I'd love to sit up there. I mean, I wasn't really pissed, but I absolutely was like, why the <laughs> fuck am I not doing this? This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I was like, but I loved it. I mean, I just sat and tried to hold my mouth closed the whole time and <laughs> thought it was great. And then here we are. Yeah. yeah. Then we sort of like changed what we wanted to do with the format of it. And we put more thought into it, I guess. And then we just re-recorded everything over again. <laughs> we, we did the talker thing for a little bit. And the only thing we would talk about was like the beginning. Like, so what are we doing in the cave this week? Yeah, fuck it. Let's do that. And just see what happens. Like, but we didn't really, that was the extent of the work. Like maybe five, 15 minutes. Yeah. Right. But then, but it just got more and more fun. We realized that was the most fun part of the show was the stuff that we came up with that had nothing to do with Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah. It felt like we could get rid of the Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> yeah. And then Devin came up with a game called Sagebrush and Shootouts. Yeah, so that was just an idea for like a skit at the beginning of a talker episode. And then we did it and it was great. And I feel like when we listened to that, it was like, oh, this is this is like a much better idea. I mean, I thought we would we do a good job. We all fell right into it. Yeah. Like, this is awesome. We should do this. If no one's heard that, everyone should listen to that episode of Talker. It's Sagebrush and Shootouts number one. <laughs> Because I thought we would be going back to it. It would be like a recurring thing we would do. Mm. Okay. And now we have a question from Laura Pickeron. What does your name mean? The name of the podcast? That's, that's all you, Deb. You came up with it. I was going to say like... It was Western-y sounding and I know. There wasn't funny. like a ton of kind of like Dungeons and Dragons as 2Ds. Yeah. We wanted a Western thing <laughs> that needed to be something that was two of the same letter. 
and sagebrushes. <laughs> I assume some sort of Western plant. I don't even really know. I mean, we live on the East Coast. Sagebrush is like a Western yeah. thing. We watch yeah. those movies and yeah, sagebrush. Shootouts. And shootouts. It's got a great alliteration. Yeah. And shootouts happen on Walker, Texas Ranger. You know, <laughs> shit, I don't know. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. And that was sagebrush and shootouts. And then when we wanted to do it as its own thing, it made sense to make it advanced. Just like Dungeons and Dragons, even though advanced Dungeons and Dragons isn't even a thing anymore. Maybe that confuses people. I don't know. Is that right? It's just Dungeons and Dragons. Right. Yep. Also, it was sagebrush and shootouts like Dungeons and Dragons because I thought we would be playing Dungeons and Dragons. When we did sagebrush and shootouts, we actually weren't playing a game. We were just pretending to play Dungeons and Dragons. Yep. I was like pretending to DM it based on listening to a bunch of Adventure Zone. Yeah. And I mean, none of those roles were real. Some of them were. Some of them were. But, but like, the whatever role, was funnier was the... Yeah, it was a, it was an opening skit, you know? It was the <laughs> skit for that episode. And that was the other thing, is that that was like 45 minutes long. Yeah. And then we were like, shit. Oh, we got to talk about Walker or whatever. I feel like we learned a lot about, like... Right. This would absolutely not be possible without Talker. Yes. We launched, like, fully formed for the most part. Right. We had much more clear idea of what we want to do and what was funny that we were good at and this and that. I think the narrator's right. We do talk about ourselves a lot. Yeah. Well, fuck him. All he talks about <laughs> is himself. That's true. He has no so right. Like, Hello, I'm the narrator. <laughs> me, me, me. Oh, you do such a shitty narrator impression. Uh, I, I, I wear a Yankees hat sideways because <laughs> me love baseball. <laughs> fuck that guy. No, actually, you do a really good narrator. That was amazing. That's pretty close. You know what? I almost feel like Jared should stop doing the narrator. <laughs> oh, and we actually had a question from Phil of Canada mm-hmm. who said, have you guys considered progression, like adding new aspects based on like character changes or something? That'd be cool. We talked about that early on. I mean, for sure. Maybe between seasons or something. Yeah. Like on a TV show like Walker, the characters aren't changing that much. And Kip and Trevor are already like pretty well formed. I mean, there's definitely tweaking we can do, but it's not like people need to get stronger or anything. Right. You know? Jesus. Would be possible. <laughs> um, and another question. Do you guys use physical tokens for justice points? Yeah. We do. Handmade by our adventure wrangler in chief. Yeah. I want to make some other ones. But yeah, we use these little um, pieces of rosewood that I cut. You should uh, tweet a picture of these justice points. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And it looks like we actually have one voicemail for this episode. All right. Hey guys, I know you usually get a bunch of funny, silly voicemails, but I wanted to just call and say congratulations. I know you hit your big milestone of 50,000 listens today, and this is Stephen Dennis from on Twitter. I just wanted to congratulate you all again. You guys really deserve it, and it's awesome to think that you're hitting this milestone, and you'll be hitting many more to come. Thank you for putting out such a great series, and good luck. Bye. Hey, thank you, Steven. That was really awesome. That was really sweet. That was great. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I just want to say, you're welcome. <laughs> but that is really great. And um, Where does Steven live, do we know? He lives in Philly. Cool. What else do you do on Table Talk? 1642. 1642. 1642. You tell 16 alien hybrids a day. <laughs> In fact, you, no. only, you only have to tell eight of them because they're like, <laughs> you know. You tell 16, <laughs> no, you no, tell no. 16 
human normal humans yeah we don't want this to leave terra firma (laughs) speak for yourself i can't wait to get out there in the stardust you tell 16 of your friends (laughs) well no 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 they don't need to be a friend uh -uh. you tell 16 people lawyers right lunch ladies cops uh janitors litigants litigants (laughs) telemarketers licensed electricians Oh, licensed, also, licensed and bonded. <laughs> <laughs> also, by the way, because uh, this has come up a lot lately, you can't just tell people on the TV <laughs> because they can't hear you. I'm glad yeah, TVs, like, uh, TVs I, I don't like work to, both ways. I feel like I need to say this again. Well, most TVs don't work both ways, <laughs> but I need to say this again. You can't just tell Mulder and Scully to listen to us because they're in the past. I know. And they can't hear you. Uh, someone told me that. They're like, I told Mulder, I told Scully. I told Smoking Man, I told Deep Throat, <laughs> I told Skinner, I told Crycheck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I, I Sorry, told that far freaky as cylinder with the knife that comes out. Which one's Mulder? <laughs> I told the guy that crawls through the sinks. Um, what is the name of the guy who can go through the sinks? <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. I know. They should be able to remember Someone that. will let Sink us know. Boy. It's a pretty good name. It's like one of the top 10 episodes of all time, whatever it's good. that it's fucking weirdo's name was. But yeah. Um, but anyway, you can't tell them. And it's not because they're not listening. It's just those are historical <laughs> documents and they can't hear you. You have to find them in real life and tell them. Um, yeah. Don't tell Mulder. Don't tell Scully. Do tell David Duchovny. <laughs> Do tell Jillian Anderson. Okay. <laughs> That, that will count as two of your 16 for two. 16 people, four times a day. A day. Every day. Every day for two years. 16 for two. Mm-hmm. Tell David Duchovny's dad. Oh, God. There Such you a go. good idea. Get your three out of 16 right there. Tell I mean, David Duchovny. You... Tell David Duchovny's dad. Tell David Duchovny's wife, Taya Leone. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, you could probably, you could probably like line up. A lot of Duchovny's uh, and his extended family if you do this around Thanksgiving time. <laughs> That's a really good point. And this this will be coming out the day before Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. This is coming out the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. No one has an excuse. <laughs> yeah. You got to tell all those people. Find a house, knock on the door, because there's probably 16 people there. Everyone here, you're doing Thanksgiving. You got to tell everybody. I know it's going to be awkward. I know your Mima doesn't want to hear about it. Yeah. Maybe you don't know your Mima that well. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got to try. This is actual play stuff. Y'all can finally connect. <laughs> bang, right. bang some of your peepaws, <laughs> find China together, and stand up and proclaim. Right. Tell them you have something really important to say, <laughs> and then tell them the most important news of their lives. <laughs> I'm not overstating this. No. This is the easiest day of the year to do it. Now, it would it be best to like ease them in with something that they'll be very receptive about first <laughs> and then slide the podcast in shortly afterwards? <laughs> yes. You say, everyone look under your plate. <laughs> There's $20. <laughs> you have just impressed everyone. Everyone in your family yeah. is like, I thought this person was a loser. Yeah. They've really got it all figured out. Are you stealing money from the movie theater you work at? Don't cop to that. <laughs> Do yeah. not let them know you're stealing money from the movie theater. Yeah, okay. anyways, it's not their you business. Keep stealing. It's none of their fucking business. <laughs> Change the subject fast. <laughs> to advance Sage Brush and Shootout. See? You're welcome. And I don't then- want to talk about stealing money. I want to talk about stealing your hearts and ears. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome.
We streamlined your process. <laughs> uh, what else? We have uh, social medias that you can find us on the World Wide Web's internets. Yeah. Sage and Shoot. We changed up all our names everywhere. So you can find us at Sage and Shoot everywhere. All one word. S-A-G-E-A-N-D-S-H-O-O-T. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Gmail. Gmail, even. Yeah. What's that phone number? 843-284-3566. Put it in your phone. Maybe you don't want to send us a voicemail right now. Maybe you want to send it when you've been drinking a week or two from now. Or tomorrow night after Thanksgiving's over and that whole uh, $20 thing didn't work out. (laughs) And call us up and tell us why it didn't work and leave us a voicemail. Yeah, the theater starts asking questions. (laughs) (laughs) because you've been telling all your friends that work at the theater all 16 of them four times a day and they listen to this and you are screwed and you're on your own (laughs) but call us and leave us a voicemail about it we might bail you out 843-284-3566 don't put an extra six on the end of that by accident or you'll call the devil's phone (laughs) it will ring the devil's phone (laughs) yeah Although, if you do get in touch with the devil, tell him to listen to us. <laughs> A-S-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Yeah, that'll knock another, yeah, another they, person out. Yeah, you just yeah. got 15. If you do leave us a voicemail <laughs> or send us an email and we don't respond, we probably just missed it. And just send us another email, please. Right. <laughs> but, uh, seriously, we are all like busy and like we find things every once Well, it's just weird because like, it's, Oh, fuck. We it, didn't even see this. Shit. It's like a shared inbox. So, like one of us will see it and it'll be like marked as red. Reply LOL, and then the other guys don't see it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, if there was actually something and, like, we haven't addressed it or you have a question for us or something. Keep trying. Stage and shoot everywhere. 2843566, area code 843. Patreon. What is that? How do you find that? Just advanced stage and shootouts? Patreon.com slash ASS podcast. That's where you can give us money. We don't even care what movie theater it came from. <laughs> like, at all. We used to, but we got over it. I mean, Jesus, you're giving it to your Mima and your <laughs> Papa. Yeah, she didn't even leave the house. She doesn't need it. Send it to us. Which, she's on a fixed income. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll fix her income. Send it to us. I love the idea of you, like, editing this, but you're trying to fix it all, and you're just like, oh, man, all this stuff, us making fun of people's grandparents sounds so bad. <laughs> And so you just try to doctor it, and it's just like, I love your meemaw. I love your meemaw. Tell your meemaw about me, ma, me, 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 about your meemaw, meemaw. Give me your meemaw's phone number. What is phone this? Phone number, phone number. Was Stefan high? <laughs> what the fuck have you been doing? <laughs> we listened to the table talk. What the fuck happened? Mm. Uh. Yeah, we have a Patreon account, and throw us some uh, some kookaburra wings. Some of that sweet cash. Or don't. We're loving it. Yeah. We'll be here either way, but that'd be fun. Because it's not all about money to me. I don't know about Devin, but. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, if we were doing this for money, we would have quit by now. <laughs> Stage and shoot. 16-4-2. Every day. 8-4-2 if you're uh, telling alien hybrids. <laughs> you know what? Fuck that. 1614. I'm, I'm going to yeah. get greedy. Find 32 of those fuckers. They're everywhere. <laughs> Space tax. Yeah, this is the Milky Way. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, man. All right, y'all. We are delirious. Yeah. We will have some time, though, with the puzzle stuff. Maybe we can actually make that Outback date happen the next oh, yeah. definitely yeah. couple we gotta, weeks. We got to eat it Outback. That'd be awesome. Send us some of that guilt money. <laughs> Reach back under your Mima's plate. Grab that 20. <laughs> ball it up. Put it in an envelope and then deposit it in your bank and send it to us digitally on Patreon. If she says, I didn't get my $20, say, well, what did you do with it? I you must have misplaced it. Mima, you must have eaten it by accident. <laughs> Don't you remember? Say, <laughs> so, yeah, you did, Mima. You put it in your purse. And then you bring her her purse and she'll pull out a 20 she has in there and you could take that from her too. And she'll be like, I'm sorry, sweetheart. Yeah. See, here's the 20. I'll hold on to that for you. What I'm saying is your Mima's racist. And she doesn't deserve that money. <laughs> I mean, statistically, she's racist. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. If, this if, is America. If you call anyone Mima, they're, they're racist. <laughs> I don't think anyone can argue with that. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll catch you guys next week. 1642. 1642. Bye. Bye.